0: Hi, and welcome to A Conversation with Tanya. I'm Tanya Stokes, and today's conversation is about scalability. Are you scalable? Is your business scalable? (laughs) Do you even know what that means? Trust me, I didn't always know what that meant. And over these past couple of days, I've been on webinars and one-on-one coaching and stuff like that with different business owners. And it seems like scalable was the buzzword. Like, ah, and then you have to be able to scale. And how are you scaling? And I'm like, let's take it back. Let's take it. Let's wind it all the way back. All the way back. Please take it back. So let's talk about scalability and exactly what that means. To scale means to grow and to manage the increase of the of the demands of your business. So a lot of us always talk about um, wanting to grow our business. That's just the other buzzword, to grow the business. How are you gonna grow the business? Is is the business scalable? Which to me, it's one in the same, right? So you wanna be able to expand your customer base and sales in a short time at a low cost. So if you're going to expand your business, you don't want it to break the bank, right? So how could I expand my business and not spend a lot of money? So getting back to the original question, is your business scalable? And if it is, are you scalable? scaling, (laughs) Are are you trying to find ways to grow your business? And listen, in this crazy climate that we are currently in, this is definitely a conversation that we as entrepreneurs, that we as hairstylists and barbers and people in the beauty profession, this is definitely a conversation that we need to have. Because when the world shut down, all we talked about was getting back to work. And on another podcast, we discussed what is essential and are you essential? You know, so a lot of people found out that they were not essential, not in the sense of, not not the way we want it to be considered essential. Um, and we discussed that. And you can go back and, and uh, find it on another podcast. Um, the title of that one was just essential. But uh, even if you're not what what is considered an essential worker in a pandemic, I want to believe I'm going to bet the house that you are scalable. The question is, do you know whether or not you're scalable? And if you are, which I know you are, are you willing to put in the work? Because being home for two months gave you a lot of opportunity to scale your business if you hadn't already done it. And what I'm finding out from a lot of people in my industry was that, one, they were not open to scaling the business. (laughs) They were not interested in scaling the business. They just wanted to get up and go to work and do hair. And two, um, a lot of people were willing to put in the work. And when I say a lot, I mean, I didn't poll it like a thousand people. I was just talking to some of my close friends and they were willing to put in the work and saw the benefits of scaling the business. So today I want to give you seven, seven quick tips about scalability and what you should possibly do to scale your business. Okay. Okay. So the first thing, first things first. Sunday. I like to call, when I when I sit down to make a plan like starting at zero and we're trying to figure this thing out, that is Sunday. That is planning day. Why? Because Sunday is the day we plan our week. Whether you go to church or not, On Sunday, you take your clothes out for the week. You do the laundry for the week. You iron for the week. Um, And some of us even prep our meals for the week. Sometimes, not all the time. (laughs) When I played around in fitness, I did it all the time. But um, yeah, Sunday is definitely planning day. So step number one is to sit down and plan and evaluate. They go hand in hand. You need to put all your cards on the table. You need to be as transparent as possible. Put it all out there. Everything that you can think of about the current state that your business is in has to go on Sunday, has to go on the planning table to be evaluated. I cannot stress that enough, okay? You've got to be willing to put it all on the table. See where you are and go ahead and list where you want to go. You know what I mean? Look at where you are and somewhere on another end of that paper, I need you to put where you want to go because in between those, those two points, is where you're going to have to do the work, okay? That's number one. Number one is to plan and evaluate, okay? Number two, do the research. After you've written down those plans of, of what you want to do or how you want to grow your business or expand your business, I need you to do some research. I need you to put that time in. And I also want you to think about this. For instance, I want you to think about if it's a product, if it's a product that you want to add to what you're currently doing. um, I need you to think about whether you want to have that product as an in-house product or is that something that you want to maybe do a drop shipping or something like that is if it's a standard type of product do you want to do a drop shipping or is it something that you have to make in-house now I have a product I actually have two products one's a hair product and then one is education um and with the hair product it's kind of it's my baby because you know, I developed this product in honor of my son. So that is something that I would never distri- I would never leave to um, some warehouse or distribution uh, channel. And it's only in-house. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of on the lazy end. Like, I have this product. I love it. I stand by it. I know what it can do for you and your hair. But I am not willing... To ship it <laughs> so so don't be like me but for me again this is very emotional for me so it's my baby I'm not willing to do that but if you have a product I need you to really consider like how would you be able to reach more people with that product you know would you be able to reach them by marketing them on your social media platforms and have the product come from somewhere else where you won't have to do the legwork. And that's going to be a part of your research, right? And it's going to help you in the long run because the internet is receiving the orders and taking the money for you. They're shipping the product to your customers for you. And they're putting the money in your account. you know what I mean? So you are pretty much the middle the middle person. and that works for a lot of people. Like a lot of times you you hear of these great stories online where somebody started a drop shipping business and they were able to sell bundles and bundles of extensions and um, yoga mats and different things of that nature. And although you ordered that product from their website, it didn't come directly from that person. It came from a drop shipping company, um, possibly abroad. So you have to consider all that stuff while you're doing your research. Do you want to have a product that is local that your people have to come to you to get because it's near and dear to you, or for whatever reason, um, or cause you have some control issues. I know people with control issues like, nah, I don't want anybody else to do it. I want to make my own product. Like I'm not that person at all. If I can find somebody to do it, um, I will definitely do that. But in this case, for my, my first product, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to resource that out to anyone else. I want to put all the time and love into it because a lot of emotions and all that other stuff goes into the product. So you only you can only get the product from my salon. Um, so consider that while you're doing your research. Um, like I said, a lot of people sell extensions and stuff like that. Another thing you may consider Um, as a subject matter expert in the hair industry, (laughs) another thing you may wanna consider is doing some type of online education. Like, what are you known for? Are you known for um, your hair extensions? Um, A lot of people say, oh, you're known for healthy hair. Well, I mean, that's a long class. You know what I mean? That's a very long class to teach. Oh, I teach healthy hair. I mean, what are we talking about here? You know, I would like to think that anytime I go to a salon that they're giving my hair the best care and they're using the best products. And I always say a healthy body makes a healthy head of hair, but you know, that's a whole nother conversation. So, um, I need you to really think about what you're going to teach. Um, if you start one of these online classes, again, that's another way for you to scale your business. So you create this, this, um, syllabus, Uh, you get an account with like Teachable or Udemy or one of these online uh, teaching platforms and you create your class, you put it out there, you market it on all of your social media platforms. Um, Those platforms will um, market you as well. And they do all the work, you know, whatever somebody puts in a search engine, it pops up, you know, you have your introductions and Whether you want to do videos, some people prefer doing videos because they want to be seen, you know, and then some people prefer just, you know, a demonstration and a voiceover. You know, either way it goes, you get the message out, you're selling the product, right? And you're scaling your business. That doesn't cost a lot. That costs a lot less than, because you can do it many ways that costs a lot less than you marketing yourself on a social media platform, renting a space at a hotel or at a banquet hall, selling tickets for people to come and see you. Like I know people that would do that too. And and I promise you like on every level on every level of that person's life they are so woe is me and narcissistic it's sick and it's hilarious because I'm like you would rather stand up in front of 10 people to teach this class versus putting this class on a on a social media platform charging people the same price and get 5,000 Get over yourself, really, get over yourself. But again, in this climate, you need to just create it, put it on a um, like Udemy or um, Teachable and be done with it. And I mean, you'll be making money in your sleep. But again, you have to do the research because with that research, you will decide how much money you will need. And that's the third tip. How much will it cost? because nothing from nothing means nothing <laughs> not only that nothing comes free man like people people want to get paid. I know I want to get paid. I don't want anybody to sit in my chair and be like okay thank you so much Miss Tanya you know <laughs> I have this running joke with folks the only thing I do for free is pray for people but um you know I'm just playing I do. I do um, gratis work from time to time, but seriously, if you're thinking about scaling your business after you've done the planning and the evaluation and all that other stuff, and then you did the research of what it's going to cost for you to execute this plan in the middle of all that, you have to look at the money, like what is it going to cost you to get this done? And do you have the money to scale this particular product? Do you have the money to launch? Do you have the money to hire the staff? Do you have the money for the um, technical part of it? And to be honest with you, putting your business online or drop shipping or something like that, that really doesn't cost you a lot. I think the biggest fee for the drop shipping would be you know creating your labels and getting that stuff to them you know having someone to make it for you and then even if that it's just all of that stuff is done online and um you email them the label and as people buy your product they print put the label on your product and mail it out so they get their money off of your sales so it's not costing you anything the same thing with some of these um online learning institutions. It's the same thing. Of course, you want to have somebody create a great logo and all this other stuff, but it's not going to cost you anything to put your business on their platform. Why? Because they get their money off of the top. Now, one or two of them will charge you a monthly fee, but um most of them that I looked at will kind of take their money off of the top. For instance, if your class is $15, you know, per lesson or something like that, then they may take five and, you know, deposit the 10 into your account. I'm just playing with numbers, but it doesn't cost you a lot of money to do stuff like that. But if you want an in-house product like mine, then it it's going to cost you some money. I had to pay somebody on Fiverr to create my logo. And then I went through Print Place to print the logo on um, on my... um. What is the thing called? On my labels, yeah, to print the logos on my labels. And I had to have a special type of label because I didn't want it to fade if it got wet or if oil or something got on it. Then I had to buy the bottles and I had to buy all the products to make, you know, um, to make it, to make the hair product. So of course that's gonna cost me more. But again, you know, that's my baby, and I didn't mind paying the price. So you you wanna look at all that stuff. So the remember the bottom line is for you to increase your profit but spend less money. I don't wanna spend a lot of money just to make a few dollars. And I think that's what what is the hiccup for a lot of people some people get so caught up in the hype and they're just like yeah did you see so and so and they did this and they did that and then when you really sit down and you crunch the numbers you spent five thousand dollars to make fifteen hundred and to be seen by 20 people that makes no sense to me but go figure so number three would be how much is this gonna cost me crunch the numbers if you're not good with numbers maybe you should hire somebody to help you with that. Number four, what is your timeline? What is the timeline? When do you plan to get this done? That is very important. You've got to establish a timeline. You know why? Because that's what's going to motivate you. So it's May. If I say I'm going to launch, if I'm going to launch a product Um, in a couple of weeks. Well, in December, I'll be telling you about the product I'm going to launch in a couple of weeks. But it's May. If I say I'm going to launch this product June 15th, then everything in my being is telling me, don't forget June 15th. Hey, you got 20 days. You have 15 days. Are you ready for the launch? And I'm telling some of my best friends that I know will hold me accountable so they can come back and remind me like, hey, how is the launch going? Are you finished with the product? You know, Have you started marketing it? Maybe you should go ahead and market it. You know what I mean? All of those things are important. Otherwise, months from now, you'll be talking about, yeah, I'ma do it, I'ma do it, I'ma do it. I have a friend that does that. I don't think, I don't think he realizes that, I'm not, not he, she. I don't think she realizes that she's been telling me about the same product. For almost two years. The same product for almost two years. And every time when we go knee deep about this product, she was like, Yeah, you know, because I, I have to do this. And I know I want the people to be able to do this. And I want to be able to launch it and this, da 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 da. But she never has a date. So you see, there's no real motivation there. It's no real motivation there because she doesn't have a solid timeline. But when she gets to the point where she says, I'm going to launch this, this baby July 1st, I'm going to put it out there July 1st, everything inside of her will say July 1st is the date. And, and I'm a firm believer that all your angels, all the help that's around you that you can't see, all your spiritual help will start falling into place. So that you will be where you need to be mentally, physically, emotionally to launch your product July 1st. Random people will be coming to you and saying different things like, oh, you know, you should. Oh, you, and, it, and it's always something about what you have already set out in the atmosphere. But if you don't put it out there, the help is never going to come. I'm a firm believer that once you decide and you take a step, then God and all of his helpers are going to take the next step to help you be successful. But you've got to make that first step. So get your timeline together because that is very important. Number five, you need a team. Everybody needs a team. You need a team, you need a team, you need a team. Now that's gonna take you back. (laughs) That's gonna take you back to number three about the money. Show me the money because again, people wanna get paid. But seriously, there's a way for you to build a business and not spend a lot of money. Cause you have friends and your friends want you to be successful. So all you have to do is put it out there to a few of your friends. Hey, I'm trying to write this book or I'm trying to launch this product. Um, I want to do like a soft sale or something like that. Um, And, you know, I'm, I'm having some issues trying to figure it all out. You know what I mean? And your friends will start you know, coming together. I mean, maybe you guys could have dinner and you can invite some folks over or whatever and you guys could brainstorm. But let me tell you, I'm one of those friends. All you have to do is tell me what it is you wanna do and then here I go sending you YouTube videos and um, <laughs> sending you stories from LinkedIn and Google and then finally asking what can I do to help you be successful with launching your product. Now I'm not going to put that out there too often because after a while it's just aggravating. After a while it's it's too much for me cuz then I feel like, you know, I'm forcing myself on you. And I I would like to think that some of your friends are the same way. You know, so after a while I'll just stop and wait for you to ask me for help. So, you need a team. Most successful businesses have more than one person on their team. If you are a solo solopreneur, this will be hard for you. You will be stressed the hell out. You know why? Because you're doing all the work. You're the brains. You're the marketing and advertising. You're accounts receivable, accounts payable. You're the scientist. You're the instructor. You're everybody. (laughs) So after a while, you're like, I'm done. And oh my God, that was so hard. It doesn't have to be. You have friends. Utilize the people around you. I promise you, they will help you. They will help you stay strong. They will help you stay focused and they will help you scale your business. And then you will in turn help them. So then you find out what your friends are good at. So the person that came in and helped you edit your book or the person that came in and helped you with your marketing, you could put a space on your website. Or if someone asks you, oh, who did your logo? Or who did your editing? It was so well written. Then that's when you say, hey, you know, let me give you my friend's card. You know, he or she, you know, they have a business, they do X, Y, Z, and then you're helping them scale their business. See how that works? Like one hand washes the other, iron sharpens iron. Um, So keep that in mind. And for the very last tip. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I have two more. Number six. Number six is very simple. You've done the work. You've planned, you've done the research, you checked the money. Not only did you check the money, you knew in doing the the money piece, you know what it's going to cost you, and you also know what you are going to make. Two folds with the money. You got to find out what it's going to cost you, and you also need to know what you stand to gain, right? So number six is execute. Execute it. Everything that you worked on. Remember that timeline I said you had to establish? Well, it's that time, baby. It's time for you to launch that program. It's time for you to kick off that um, weave business. It's time for you to teach that class. It's time for you to sell and market that book. It's time for you to step out there and do your first speaking engagement. Execute it. And the last one is repeat all of the steps. You have got to leave a little wiggle room in your plan. You've got to make sure your model is flexible enough for you to make changes. You need that flexibility, not for you, not just for you to make changes, but as you grow. As your business grows, you will have to hire more people. And as some of the first people, the first set of people fall off, you know, you're gonna have to hire more people. And guess what? The second set of people that you're able to hire, you will have the money to pay them. Now you have the money. You didn't have money the first time. Now you have the money. And you probably accepted a type of label or logo the first time because that was all you could afford. Well, down the road, now you have the money where you can get the label that you want. And you just keep adding to your business. You keep scaling. You went from doing hair, right? You went from being a hairstylist to having your own product. So that's adding more money to your business. It didn't cost you a lot. You went from adding a physical product to creating a course about your industry or the or whatever it is you think you're good at, right? You went from adding a course to writing a book about that same industry. You went from writing the book to doing speaking engagements. And in the process, you gained employees, you have an awesome team, you're able to look at your money, and voila. You woke up one day and realized that I have scaled my business and it did not cost me a lot, but I earned a heck of a lot, a hell of a lot of money. So, hey, guys, that's how I see scaling. I am currently scaling. (laughs) You know, everybody talks about the multiple streams of income that you should have. You know, I have 10 streams of income, 10 streams of income, and not all 10 of my streams are bringing in the same amount of money. Hell, I have one or two that's not bringing me any money, but it has potential to do that. I just, I'm not working it like I should. So I want you to think about that. When you think about where you are in business, I want you to think about where you want to go and what it's going to take for you to scale your business. That is very important. You've got to have scalability. I believe in you. I know that you can do it. I know that you are a lot bigger than you pretend to be. I know that you're accepting where you are and I know you have the ability to be a lot bigger and a lot better. So until we talk again, I want you to think about scaling your business and what that looks like. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. And um, if there's anything I can do to help, I will gladly help you. Feel free to Share this podcast with somebody that you think um, probably needs a little nudge or a little push. And um, I look forward to chatting with you soon. And don't you let anybody bring you poop. No shit. Don't you let anybody rain on your parade if they bring you some crap. (laughs) You take that crap and you use that crap as fertilizer and grow. It'll blow their mind. I'm Tanya Stokes. That's it for me. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great day. You're listening to A Conversation with Tanya Stokes. Bye.